0: i
1: Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast, a podcast for diehard Bengals fans. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, along with my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. What's going on? Hello, world. How y'all doing today? And today we have an extremely special guest, my man Khalid Kareem, the Bengals fifth round draft pick out of Notre Dame. Khalid, say what's up.
0: How you guys doing? Pleasure to be here.
2: So the first question is we we definitely made sure that we did our research to have you on and just us as diehard fans. We're going to comb through everything. So you had 32 uh, college offers, including an offer from Alabama, Ohio State and Michigan. But obviously mm-hmm. you chose Notre Dame. What led you to actually pick Notre Dame over those schools?
0: Actually, it was kind of like 40, but they didn't want to. Uh they didn't want to include the the Ivy League offer, so I mean, so okay. Maybe you're talking like Power 5, 32. but then I mean, including the is close to forty. Okay, but um, I mean, Bama Bama's like thirteen hours from home, so right. and I come from a you know a pretty big sized family, is you know five kids, two parents, and seven seven people, so it'd be kind of expensive for you know them to come see me, you know, on a weekly basis, or even you know they got some free time, you know, just drive now that, that'll kind of be a lot, you know, far as planning and then money. But also, you know, Notre Dame, I mean, it's three hours away. Great education, great football. And I knew, you know, if you know, if football didn't work out, I have a great degree to fall back on.
2: No, that's a great reason
1: man we got people in here already saying dude this is unreal see you have like this sonic (laughs) aura that's just glowing through the screen right now because people are just amazed that this is actually happening right now i guess ping ping ponging off of that i did my research because i was one of the people that wasn't as educated as i needed to be Mm -hmm. one of your first offers was bowling green
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: so when you got the bowling green offer Tell me what was like, you know, like coming from where you are now yeah. and at that moment right there, how special was that? Like walk me through that process like early on, like
0: Bowling I mean, Green. as I mean, early At the time, oh, I'm sorry to cutting you off, but I mean, at the time that was huge. That was, that was my first offer at the first school to really, you know, take a chance on me. So, you know, I was definitely grateful. I mean, if, if no other offers came in, I was going to Bowling Green. I mean, I was a junior in high school. I think at the time that's when it happened. I mean. But you know, once that offer came in, like they just started rolling and rolling and rolling. In. Like, I think at one point I was getting like two offers a day for like a week straight. And so, I mean, it was some school I, I didn't even talk to and they're like, oh, you know, we've been watching you, but you know, now we want to offer you. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, I appreciate the offer, but like, you know, yeah, so long.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so, obviously, uh, you enjoy studying film, you're pretty big on that. Mm-hmm. Matt Minnick wanted to ask you about a play that I kind of sent over uh, mm-hmm. from Syracuse where you knocked down a screen pass. Yeah. Uh, based on the way you played it, it was like you saw it coming, yeah. But in the game plan, told you that you just knew that it was going to be a screen.
0: So what we knew was, so I think what happened on that play was, I mean, if they get a completion and, and if the quarterback up and get under center, it's a quick screen pass out to the wide receiver, and so and, and they rarely ever get under center, so you know it's some, you know, something's coming. So you know, we watched you know, numerous amounts of film, and our coaches put in so much time. So you know, one of those times, come kind of to meetings, they just kind of gave us the information, but literally every time we did that. It was a quick screen to the outside, so the game plan was, you know, the ends you know that this play might be coming, and so as soon as I saw it, QB you center, like I knew it, and you know, in practice I caught a few of them, but in the game, like my, you know, my first thought was just to get the ball down, like like to be honest, I probably could have caught the pass, right, right, but, you know, I was just trying to you know disrupt the play, and, you know, I made it happen.
2: Nah, you made a play either way for sure. Yeah for
1: sure man i'm looking at the comments too and and the only reason i'm saying this because i like to keep the people engaged in this we kind of gave them hits throughout the week like hey Mm -hmm. man we got a special guest on here but a lot of people are saying uh zippity dude out there says welcome to the jungle uh get low who they says the crew will keep you on the forefront keep on rolling bro Mm -hmm. so already people are already feeling your presence there um just walking into the season tell me how is it right now at this current moment with covid-19 being very mm-hmm. present being very current how has that uh hurt or has has it helped you in your whole um uh, just just getting ready for for this this upcoming season for something brand new for you
0: um i it definitely isn't you know a positive but you you know you got to make a positive out of any situation you get time to have some cool interviews and, and sit back for a second, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? I like. I feel like probably the biggest positive with this whole thing is you know just giving you know my body more time to you know recover and you know, just prepare for the season. Like I mean, if everything was working out like how it's supposed to be, like right now, I'd be in going through rookie mini camp right now. So wow. putting miles in my body. So you know, I'm just taking this time to you know really you know continue to rehab my shoulder, uh, working out like every day. And just trying to, you know, stay in the best, you know, best shape possible. So, you know, whenever we do get the call that we can come back, I'm, you know, kind of hit the ground running.
2: So you um, look pretty good in your pro day. And obviously cool. with the social distancing thing, what was it like going through that? Like with it not being your traditional pro day?
0: Um, it was kind of cool. I mean, it was kind of like kind of come full circle a little bit because like I started, you know, playing football in my career with my dad. And then he was actually the one who was in the video working out with me. So that was okay. cool. That is cool. But I mean, you got to make the best situation out of the, you know out of it all. And so I mean, obviously I would have loved to you know, have had my pro day back at Notre Dame. You know, being around all my guys, all my you know former teammates. So that'd have been cool. But you know, you know, like I said, you got to make the best out of you know any situation.
1: Definitely. With your Notre Dame guys, there's a guy that you're yep. going to see in the division. His name is Claypool. He's not going to be a. Hey, yeah. The people, the, the who they faithful here, we're not going to be fans of this guy. Mm-hmm. Are you going to Jersey squat with him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's my guy. I'm, I'm, that. I'm
1: messing with you. Is there anything, like, I, I didn't even plan on asking you that, but the mm-hmm. fact that you just brought up Notre Dame guys, like that's yeah. one guy that I've been paying attention to. Are there any things, do you have any thoughts on Claypool? Like how was he as a teammate or, and, and do you feel like he'll, his game will translate to the NFL?
0: man, Chase is a freak. Like, yeah, a bit freak. Dude is, like, 6'5", 230, probably 2% body fat. Like, dude can go out there do whatever he want, make whatever catch, he you know, you possibly want to do. I mean, he's different. I mean, we're going to have to come prepared to play him. I mean, obviously he's a rookie. But, I mean, Chase is something special.
1: Okay. um, I guess just piggybacking off of that, though, mm-hmm. like I was saying initially, like, I, I keep myself very informed in the NFL game. um. In the college ranks, I don't watch as much during the season. Mm-hmm. For a person that's uneducated, such as myself, mm-hmm. tell these people what you bring to the table. Because it took me looking back. I went, I go, you know, I go to my sites and I, I, I watched a couple games. I watched mm-hmm. the highlights and everything. I even posted your highlights and everything. So
0: yeah.
1: I'm fully on board now, right? Mm-hmm. But to the person that says, Ah, I don't, you know, because here right now, one thing that I struggle with is currently the offensive line has mm-hmm. some holes that a lot of fans are going to probably point out to you. It might be family members or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that say, well, what does Kale- Kareem? what does he bring directly to, to the team day one?
0: What can he do? I mean, I feel like I'm an I'm a every-down guy. I can stop the run on first and second down. But, you know, I feel like in my mind I have an elite enough skill set on third down where I can, you know, affect the, you know, affect the passer, you know, try to affect the play. But also I feel like the biggest thing for me is just, you know, being a great teammate and, you know, do whatever it takes you know to help this team win whatever my role may be like obviously I want to be a starter but I know I got to start somewhere I may be just you know just got ST but you know if that's just my role then I'm gonna, you know give 100% to that role I feel like that's one of my biggest things and also I would say my effort like in relentless relentlessness I mean that's something our coaches that know Dame they really challenge us on like everyday little pursuit drills like if you're last you know They make make fun of you a little bit. So, you know, you don't don't like that. But so that's something I really worked on from my junior year to my senior year. So, that's something I'm still working on, you know, constantly. Definitely something I want to bring to the table, you know, come this season. So, you
2: talked about, you kind of touched on being a great teammate. Talk to me about the Savage 16.
0: Savage 16? (laughs) Yeah, we on it. (laughs) Yes. I mean, hey, that's the best class to ever come to Notre Dame. I don't care. Nobody got to say. (laughs) That's the best class. I mean, I love those guys. I mean, like, from day one, like, so I was committed to Bama. And so as soon as I decommitted and then committed to Notre Dame, they fully, you know, embraced me, you know, as one of the guys, one of the brothers. And then over my four years at Notre Dame, that's probably, you know, some of the close, like, I literally consider those guys my brothers. Like, I'll do anything for them. I know they'll do the same thing for me, you know. I feel like we just have a lot of guys coming out of that class that's going to make a great impact and have a great career you know in NFL and you know even if they don't they're gonna be really successful in life and I'm you know proud to say you know I'm one of their brothers.
1: Yes sir I'm um, just looking at some of the comments in the in the chat one of my guys Diddy is like one of the greatest Bengals fans of all time he says mm-hmm. I love his attitude my man mm-hmm. Gitlow says he does not miss tackles. <laughs> uh <laughs> so so I, I know it's a it's a it's a girl, her name is Meg, and she is the biggest fan of yours ever. Her name mm-hmm. is Bengals Maniac. You probably are gonna see her like coming up in the before the draft, she came on saying, Man, check this guy out, check this guy out. So mm-hmm. if you ever see this girl, her name is uh Bengals Maniac, she's a huge, huge fan. Okay,
0: cool.
1: cool, Coming right off of uh what you were saying, the guys, right? What mm-hmm. can you tell me back going back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. What can you tell the people about the cave? with Huff?
0: Man, (laughs) I did y'all research. (laughs) I mean, the cave, I mean, that's something. What would
1: you tell Huff right now?
0: Thank you. Thank you. Definitely, thank you. I mean, he definitely pushed me to a a whole nother level. I mean, he's the type of guy, you know, he's not flashy, you know, not one of the, you know, ice cameras, all that stuff. No, like, it's literally like, when you think about a cave, that's what it is. I mean, you go in there you grind, like you're gonna lift heavy weight you know, and the results are going to show. I mean, so I definitely appreciate, you know, the work I put in with him. He definitely, you know, definitely helped, you know, accelerate my game as far as, you know, strength and conditioning goes.
2: So we talked about Chase Claypool earlier. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you're going to be playing against him in the division, but you got another teammate, Miles Boykins, that plays in Baltimore that you're going to be going against as well. Mm -hmm. But then on the flip side of things, you also played against T. Higgins, and now T. Higgins is going to be your teammate. So. How is it going to be like playing against, you know, Chase and Miles and playing with T. Higgins?
0: I mean, honestly, it's cool. I mean, I feel like it's just a blessing to kind of be on the stage, you know, and then even bigger blessing being able to, you know, play with my guys and play against them. Like, I mean, while we're on the field, obviously, you know, competitors, you know, we're out there to win. But at the end of the day, like, we were a part of, you know, that Notre Dame brotherhood, you know, that's something that you're forever, you know, link to. And so, I mean, after the game, definitely going to have a lot of love. Definitely going to, you know, jersey swap with those guys. But, you know, I'm definitely excited to play with T. Higgins. I mean, I mean, he definitely balled against us, (laughs) man. But, you know, he had a pretty good game against us, and I think he's going to be really special, you know, have a great career here in Cincinnati. So, I'm excited to get to work with him.
1: That's one of the games that I watched, too, when I said I like watch some of your highlights. What do do you remember the most about uh, your Clemson Notre Dame game? Man. (laughs) because <laughs> yeah. like one of, one of the things I do because I'm not a deep tape guy I go and look at the two worst games that people uh put out there in the atmosphere and then I try to go wa- I watch the best games and then I go like mm-hmm. watch highlights
0: I mean I feel like far as defensively it, I mean we had a pretty good game I mean we let mm-hmm. up some like maybe 18 points in the second quarter but I feel like besides that we pretty much you know Played Clemson pretty well. I feel like probably one of the better teams that they faced that whole season. I feel like Syracuse was really close uh, early on that season, but I feel like all right, we stopped the run. Like our goal was to you know stop NTN, and, and we did. I mean, he had one explosive run, I think, in the third quarter, and I mean that was probably his only biggest run. And so, but besides that, we played really well up front. I feel like we were getting a lot of pressure. We got to the quarterback a good amount of times, but you know, the receiver they're they're good. I mean. Was, there were times where you know we had you know I think I think it was T, he caught a ball on Dante Vaughn in the back of the end zone. It was, yep, right in, in the back. Great coverage by Dante, but I mean he just made a better play, and I feel like that's literally just you know the difference from you know that game.
1: Tayo so, K says, "Welcome to the jungle, liddy
0: Definitely, thank you. <laughs> go ahead, some of it. Uh, nah, what, what, Ooh, go to snack.
1: Um, oh, you oh, okay? Yeah, you saw that.
0: Yeah, okay. Like, um my go-to snack, I would say I drink a lot of like like protein shakes and stuff like that. So that's probably my go-to. Protein shakes. You
1: ain't got no guilty vices, like, like nothing. I know that, you like, like barbecue, bro. bro. I know Somewhere. you
2: gotta like barbecue coming from the D.
0: Man, I do like barbecue, but I mean not not, not like my favorite food is like Mediterranean food or Middle Eastern food.
2: Oh, that's a good one. But Greek yeah. salad.
0: The Guilty pleasure, though. I, I like donuts. A, a nice Boston cream donut. Hey. I'm <laughs> All right.
2: Bad, bad. <laughs> so your former teammates, Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey, they pretty much have flourished in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, as offensive linemen. How yeah. did you practice in against those guys make you a better player?
0: I mean, that that's, that's first-round talent right there. It they can't do anything but get you better. I feel like those guys definitely challenged me. They definitely, you know, they, they did me in a few times, you know. <laughs> they put me in <laughs> been I mean, there a few times but that definitely made me better i mean going against you know you know they were what top 10 draft picks so whenever i come down and you know playing the game all the guys can't compare so you know if i'm giving them them my best you know i'm winning some reps and there should be no reason why i can't go out there on saturday and win those reps
2: right iron sharpens iron for
0: yeah. sure
1: for sure um uh my man diddy asked the question somebody else asked this too it's kind of a two part question. What quarterback would you, uh, are you looking forward to hitting the most in the NFL? And then the other part of the question is, who would you rather sack, uh, Big Ben or Lamar Jackson?
0: I feel like Lamar for both of those questions. I mean, probably yeah. losing yeah. quarterbacks to, the, you know, haven't played the game. So, you know, that challenge alone is something I will definitely, you know, look forward to. I mean, you know, two games out of the year, I get to, you know, go against him. So definitely looking forward to that.
1: Man, just me as a as a spectator.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, just a quick story. I went to this is a couple years ago. Lamar's first rookie year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Baltimore Ravens were looking like they're about to fall off a cliff. Almost, they were talking mm-hmm. about maybe possibly firing hardball. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is the first Lamar Jackson game uh, ever. The people in the stands. This is in Baltimore. People in mm-hmm. the stands were like, no, put in RG three, put in RG three. Mm-hmm. Two three plays later, after Lamar's like first name, I mean the speed.
0: It's I different. can't even ima-
1: I can't even imagine as a player, but just the mm-hmm. speed of him versus other NFL elite athletes. Yeah. And I think when you start talking to your team, they'll probably tell you the same thing. But like yeah, just yeah. As, a, as a spectator, it's just a different, it's a different speed. Like mm-hmm. it just and it moves so fast, and the scoreboard moves just as fast.
0: Definitely.
2: So, uh, being that your head coach at Notre Dame, Brian Kelly had ties mm-hmm. to Cincinnati. He used to coach at UC. Did mm-hmm. he give you any advice about the city once you got drafted?
0: Um, no, I mean, I really haven't talked to him that much about it, about the city. Um, I mean, he definitely, you know, you know, wished me luck and you know wish me the best, but coach who did, you know, tell give me a little bit of, you know, stuff to think about the city is, uh, Larry black. Uh, he was my D line coach at Notre Dame on uh, my GA and, um, He's from Cincy. Played for Cincy, and so definitely tell me, you know, the you know spots I gotta hit. As far as like food goes, and then like you know where to stay, where not to stay, you know where to hang out. So right, I definitely right. know him a little bit, you know. And I gotta, you know, I know a few guys actually, you know, on the Bengals. I mean, Michael Jordan. He's he's from Michigan, so you know I know him pretty well. He's def- I'm definitely looking forward to playing with him because I never played against him in high school, so it'll definitely be cool to play with him. And uh, Kavari Russell. He went to Notre Dame too, and so he oh that, man, you know, I love really- him. Yeah, Kavari, he's good people, so he's you know been helping me out too, so I'm I'm excited to get to the city.
2: That's what's
1: up. They, speaking of food, there's been a lot of different suggestions
2: in the comments. I don't know if you've seen like uh, uh,
1: Grippos.
0: Ain't that how you say
1: it? So yeah,
2: Grippos. Yeah, you got to get yeah. you some Grippos. They more so are kind of like some spicy barbecue chips, but they're pretty good. I was actually, before we came on here, I was thinking about putting an order in because I live in Florida now, so okay. I still miss those Grippos. Oh, yeah? So they got Uber Eats for <laughs> Grippos? <laughs> yeah, they have they have a website where they can ship them to you. So when you're not there, you gotta get them that way. Um obviously,
1: Khalid, you could just walk right in there and just, just, just show them the number 90 and they'll probably just at this point. Just use use, use hey hey, the, the game has changed. This isn't NCAA anymore. You gotta walk <laughs> in there and that's let true. them know who you with and then and just watch all the free food just come flying to you. All so, oh,
2: that's one thing. Somebody said they're gonna on. send me some. Okay, that's what's up, Diddy. Uh <laughs> With you being from the D, you gotta be a Pistons fan. I think we saw yeah. that you were a Pistons fan. You've been to some of the games. Uh-huh. Obviously, they had that championship team, and it's crazy because mm-hmm. my wife is from the D too. Okay. And so she's into that team as well. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite player on that team? Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. That's ben a great
0: Wallace. answer. I, like, ain't no other, you know, guy. Hey, hesitate. Hey, I had the afro man. I, I wore number three, all that. So that's definitely got looked up to. I mean, I feel like our playing style is the same. I play basketball, but I couldn't, I couldn't really <laughs> score, but, hey, I was getting all the rebounds.
1: I'm never going to out. forget him saying that now. Like, now I'm going <laughs> to just be thinking about Khalid as the, the Ben Wallace of the Bengals right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was – you know, you know, as we're watching the 30 for 30 stuff, I don't know if you're watching mm-hmm. the 30 for 30 on uh, the last dance, Michael mm-hmm. uh, Jordan, uh, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Pistons are the only team, unless somebody else can tell me different, in the last 30 years that don't have, like, a big superstar like that takes them directly to the finals. Like I, I was talking about that the other day. Like oh, you really, got,
0: yeah, you gotta yeah. really look. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. I mean, I feel
1: it, like- it, it. That was the, the 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 ultimate team effort from that 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 Pistons team. So 100%. like, if you got a Ben Wallace and you got a Rip Hamilton, you got a Chauncey. Like, if you could put those mm-hmm. all together, like it goes yeah. to show you, like that's some serious work. I gotta. I got a quote for you. Mm-hmm. Be phenomenal or be forgotten. What yeah. can you tell the people about that?
0: So that was, that's Eric Thomas. So uh, that's something I was really, you went back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I was, I think I said that it was like either like early high school or something like that, but that was just something I try to live by. Cause I mean, like if if you're out here, just you know being average, you're going to get average results. And So, you know, you gotta go up there with the mindset, you know, of being great, of being phenomenal. And so, I mean, like, like you said, Michael Jordan, you'll never forget my Jordan. Jordan like, can't, But you, you can't really. Some most people can't tell you the guy who got you know drafted before him. You know. Right. Exactly. exactly. So,
2: like you said, we did our digging. So it mm-hmm. seems to me, just based off of some videos that I seen you put together, and mm-hmm. I'm actually a big fan of this guy. It seems like you're a big Meek Mill fan. Like, yeah. is there a particular song that you that you like that's your favorite? Because I saw you was going back to, like, Meek with the Dirty Braids, Dream Chasers, kind of Meek. He was on Flamers. He was on Flamers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorite songs is Lord Knows by Meek Yeah, that, That's probably my favorite one. Like, my senior year of high school, bumped that every day, literally. On my way to school, on my way back home from school, before games, after games, I was always playing it.
2: One of my first intros for my channel was a Meek song. I think it was off of that Four for Four mixtape, and people mm-hmm. just like loved it. They was like, "What song is that?" Because I would just play the beginning of it. Because yeah. YouTube, the way YouTube set up, they trying to Meek would have came after me. But yeah. uh, everyone was like hitting my comments, like, "What song is that?" So Meek is definitely a great artist for sure.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: So one thing that we did
1: find when we were digging up, <laughs> um, we know that you play football, you play mm-hmm. basketball, track. Wrestling, swimming, right? Yeah, but one thing that people don't know is that you play the violin. Do you have a violin right there? No, that you, that you can get the people right now because uh, that's what everybody came here to see is it it's to see Mr. Kareem play the violin?
0: Listen, I ain't played the violin since fifth grade,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never even picked up a violin. So when I saw that, I said, so Man, that's pretty dope! Like, I just think that's yeah. crazy.
0: One that was, you're able pretty, to to do yeah. all of it. i was pretty good at it, but then like i it just wasn't one of my passions so i kind of just let it go Yeah. i mean I, I was young too and so i mean probably thought i did it now like i probably definitely stuck with it but you know i was young i mean everybody was playing sports that's what i wanted to do but, right nah,
2: it looked like it, it panned out the right way i think you made the right decision on that
0: one yeah
2: uh, so we got a little bit of some rapid fire here. Uh, Rob Vala asks, "How does it feel being drafted to the same team as Joe Burrow?"
0: I mean, that's huge. I mean, definitely looking forward to you know playing with Joe. I mean, I feel like you know a lot of people you know have a lot of you know high expectations for him. I feel like he can he's definitely the one to you know live up to you know to the expectations. I'm like I said, I'm just excited to get to work with him.
1: I, I, man, look, and this is the one thing that I always stress to people, and I know we're supposed to go in a rapid fire. If if everybody's coming with the Ben Wallace like mindset, right, and everybody's just coming and doing like what they do, they don't have to require Joe Burrow to do everything all at once. Because if yeah. we're if we're forming something special, like everybody just kind of do their part, and mm-hmm. it kind of it all blends together to this one great nucleus that that creates a great team. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, uh, rapid fire question I had What can you tell us about your Pop Warner team, the Ravens? Any shout outs you want to give anybody on that team?
0: The (laughs) Ravens,
1: the Ravens. So, look, so if y'all listening to this, are we not talking Baltimore Ravens? So, don't kill me, but this guy used to play for the Ravens,
0: (laughs) yeah, I did. Um, wow, so do you remember anybody on that team? Yeah, actually, so listen, so we had so. So I think I'm the second guy. So we got a guy named Cam Lewis. He's a corner for the uh, Bills now. So we had a you know a few oh, guys in NFL from my teams. Um oh, man, that was a pretty good team. We were pretty stacked. I mean <laughs>
1: he's you know, stacked on a on the So Hannah, what age were you? Um when, when, at
0: this I played for the Ravens from sixth grade, I think, until ninth grade, I think was the last year I played, something okay, like that. Okay. But I mean it was, it was good, man. It was we loaded. We went down to Florida. I think I played against Tate Martell and I was down there. Okay. So I, mean, I mean, we was about it. I mean, it was a little bit rougher than other people, but I mean, yeah, play.
1: <laughs> that's one of them teams that you played back then. The parents in the crowd, like, uh uh-uh. uh, like that dude right there is like
2: 20. Like,
0: no. take his birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. One of those squads. I know mm-hmm. those. So, obviously, uh, Timothy South wants to ask, obviously if you were watching ESPN or just seeing anything, um, mm-hmm. a lot of the media was kind of bashing the Bengals in terms of their, as an organization, mm-hmm. what was your opinion of the organization before they drafted you?
0: I feel like I really didn't have much of an opinion. I mean, I mean, growing up here in Detroit, I mean, you, you, watch, you get a lot of lines, media, kind of what you like, that's all, they're, that's all they're really showing. And so, honestly, all I really know about, you know, Cincinnati beforehand was, like, the stuff from Hard Knocks. You know, I was a real huge Hard Knock fan back then. So, I was watching it, you know, I think it came out what, every Sunday. So whenever it came out, I was always watching it. So, that's probably as much knowledge I had, you know, beforehand, you know, about the Bengals. So, yeah. Um, My man, Diddy, in here, he, he,
1: he said Sam Bowie was the guy that was drafted before Jordan. He also mm-hmm. said you need to get some Grader's ice cream. Um, what else? He had another good one. He said, uh, God, I forgot the question that he just had. Um, but I guess the the question I would have for you right now is mm-hmm. real, realistically, can you share some of your goals with us this year that you have for this upcoming season? Without talking like scheme, I guess, like just yeah.
0: Um obviously, number one, win the Super Bowl. I mean, that that's that's been my dream, you know, since I was six. I mean. I probably you know saw this when y'all dug up some stuff. I wrote a book <laughs> about how i was going to win Super Bowl uh, MVP and Super Bowl sixty. So that's definitely still one of my goals. I mean, wow. but um, I, mean, I just want to win. I just want to you know just be a part of a great organization. Try to you know just do my part. Really, I mean, obviously, like I said before, I want to be a starter, but I know I got to work for it. So you know, I just want to want to go, know, on, go sure, on that yeah. mindset. Just you know, got to work hard every day. You know, earn earn an opportunity every day. I mean. The saying is like, uh oh, dang it. It's, oh, oh, gosh. I can't even think of the, it's a, it's a quote. It's like in like, it's due like every day or something like that. So I got to just go with the mindset. I got to just, you know, always, you know, just work and never, you know, never be content with, you know, where I'm at in life.
2: Right, definitely. So obviously you're from the D. What's your favorite spot in Detroit?
0: Favorite spot?
1: That you could tell people that are listening right now if they ever visit somewhere that they gotta go and eat. Like for my wife,
2: whenever she talks about Detroit, she always talks about downtown. She always mm-hmm. talks about Joe Lewis fist. Like what what for you is a spot that you would say like this represents Detroit or this oh. is where I like to hang out in Detroit at?
0: Okay. Um so to me, honestly, I'm gonna be real with y'all, I don't be hanging out in the city like that. It's it's a little rough.
2: Nah, it's, nah, understandable. I, I mean, <laughs>
0: I'm here to tell her. to you, but um, I feel like a spot you always got to hit is the Coney Island. And and when I say Coney Island, don't go for me. Don't go to like American or Lafayette. I feel like those are just in the hot dogs. You got right. go to like your neighborhood Coney Island. You get you know some wing ding, some chili cheese fries. You yeah, get, them wing you know.
2: dings. The Superman ice cream there or not? Nah?
0: Yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's cool. okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a spot you got to hit. So I mean. If you find you a good Coney Island, that's the spot to hit, in my opinion. That's dope. Uh, somebody said, or you talking about seize the
1: day. Somebody mm-hmm. – hey, I had another comment. When you were just saying it just now, you are saying, hey, like, you may not start. Hey, you never know, man. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, stranger things have happened. Like, you have yeah. this talent, and I believe in you. Like, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know, man. This team, like, just – studying like the history of the Bengals, like there's some guys that have played that were thrust into some starting positions that mm-hmm. were probably not expecting it have yeah. they told you anything from a from a scheme um look that they were looking to get like year one or anything in the, with the direction of the team that you could tell the people that maybe they weren't expecting
0: um i mean i just basically just be playing defensive end. i mean that's probably the, the biggest thing for us schematically you know we talked about i mean today was first day of uh we're community camp we kind of just you know get an introduction going, going over some you know basic plays so i'm basically playing the same position i played at uh at notre dame a, a six but I, they, nine but did they ever
1: tell you did they ever talk to you or actually did you feel comfortable standing up
0: i mean yeah i mean most teams have asked me that i mean i didn't really stand up much at notre dame but it's not an issue i've stood up before you know i mean literally it's different but i mean I, I still did it i mean high school i had to do it too and so i mean that's just muscle memory. That's just something you can you know easily work on. So that's, that's not a big issue for me.
2: So one thing that stood out to me, um, Khalid was the fact that you not only were active on the field, but also off the field. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you did a lot of great community work mm-hmm. Are do you have any plans to kind of bring that same kind of presence to Cincinnati?
0: Definitely. Definitely want to always, you know, you know, stay involved with the community. I feel like, you know, it's a, it's a blessing for me to be here. And I feel like it took a lot of people for me to get here. So I feel like I'd be, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't pay that back, you know, in terms of, you know, pouring that into, you know, other, you know, young kids who want to, you know, potentially play or, but offer just, you know, just helping people out, you know, using my platform to, to benefit others. So I feel like that's probably one of the biggest things that's, you know, my parents have, you know, always instilled in me, you know, you know, you know, high school, we were, my coach, he would take us out and we would read to, you know, elementary school kids. I mean, that's really not like, when you think about it, it's not much, but, you know, they look up to, you know, athletes, stuff like that. And so then when I got to Notre Dame, I was definitely heavily involved in the community. I was, you know, never really the opportunity to, to do community, because I was one of the first ones to jump up. Well like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, I, lo- I love doing the community. The expression and, you know, the, the joy that, you know, far as being at Notre Dame, the Notre Dame, you know, football players brought to the people in that community. It was, you know, that, you know, that gratitude I got from them was, you know, worth so much more than, you know, the, the hour or two I spent, you know, doing it.
2: Right. Now, that's great. Um, so, Khalid, this concludes the interview. We appreciate you coming they on made with it. Us, man. Yeah. Hey, I <laughs> hope that this was as entertaining for you as it was for us.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate you guys, you know, letting me come on your show.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. So this please, has been. No, before it goes, go go go, please tell everybody
1: where they can follow you right now if they are not already mm-hmm. following you on Instagram or Twitter.
0: Yeah. Instagram is LIDDY, L-I-D-D-Y, underscore, underscore, again. And then uh, Twitter, I think it's probably Kareem53, something like that. Uh, young. All right. So we we'll make gonna, sure we put it in the. We're gonna we'll put it on the, in the for him. Yeah, you know,
2: yeah, we
1: got you. We got some people yeah. saying that they're already on your hype train right now, so it's uh-huh. already working. Watch us manifest this, and we're gonna get these followers sh- just flying through you. The- yes, sir. I was about the curse, but I. I, I, <laughs> I didn't. Curse. All, right. all right, cool. I all
2: right, it. thank you guys for listening to the Orange Is a New Black podcast, and we have to leave you guys with a who day
0: Hootay. day, Ooh, day hey <laughs>